Hello and welcome to episode five of Glad That Got Made. We've made it to episode five, ladies and gentlemen. And this happened a lot quicker than the difference between episodes three and four. Yeah, that was quick. (laughs) That was quick. A month. We've only been away a month. It doesn't feel that long. No, it doesn't. It's gone work really, really quick. It feels like about a week. But yeah, so um, so my name is David, and then with me I have Gemma and Dan. Hello. So how are we guys? How have our weeks been? Hot. Oh, oh yeah, because of so heat hot. wave. Heat this wave has been another hot. It's cooled it's down quite nice. Thank God, I think that's the end of it. Now we're going yeah. into nice movie yeah. autumn watching exactly. temperatures. Yeah. Well, um, some people actually go into the movies to get away from the heat. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, have we been up to anything exciting? Dan, I know you've had a bit of time off. Just come back from holiday where we were in the middle of a field. We was glamping, so there was no oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, sweet. It was very nice. Nice um, to cut off from all technology and... Completely people. not. No, it would have been really good <laughs> if we could have just distracted <laughs> Jonah. I'm oh, right. knackered oh, from it. Um, but no, it was it was a really good week over on the Isle of Wight. Um, oh, I like the and Isle of Wight. Yes, we were there. We, we we really enjoyed ourselves. Uh, it, it, it gets a little bit frustrating. You realise how much you rely on your phone. Yeah. Like, and basically, to be fair, even though we're on the middle of the Isle of Wight, in the middle of a field, on a farm, we've still got really good 4G. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that in Ilford. Do you need a phone mast? No. <laughs> yeah, right next to it. <laughs> to be fair, no, we, we, we was halfway up the hill. When you, when you got to the top of that hill, you could see, if you look wherever way you were, you could see the sea all around you. Oh, nice. Oh. That's good. Oh, I like that. It was a very nice yeah. driving up in the car. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that was good. Anyone else? Anyone do anything interesting? Well, I've been boxing yes. because I've entered a charity boxing match, yep. which, as, I mean, people listening don't know what it looked like, but I'm obviously, like, six foot tall. Got massive muscles. Built so like a brick yeah, shit house. yeah, exactly. So I'm well set for a fight. Gemma, you, you well, you showed us earlier. You've got some muscles. I've built a muscle or two, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe at least one. Yeah, definitely one. Yeah. But I am knackered. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so tired. How is the training going? It's going really well. Um, it's. I went to another. I went to like a different boxing club the other day for some sparring, like proper sparring oh, really? with someone. Is, is this I'm, part of your training? Or is this no, this is what I, d- I went and did my own You're going thing. full Rocky on this, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, do, I think I'm taking it too seriously. I have to talk to myself and be like, it's not a title match. You're not like, oh, no, 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 you're you not going to win anything. It's just for charity. Oh, but I'm taking it a bit seriously. But I went to this, yeah, I went to this boxing club and sparred with this um, woman who'd done it before. She's fought yeah. before. She fights all the time, and yeah. I got punched in the face quite a lot. Oh dear! <laughs> it really hurt. Did you like have and head guard and stuff on? Yeah, I had head guard, but like, oh my god! Like she just yeah. smacked me in the face, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit! I almost <laughs> cried, but I was like, no, hold it together, hold it together. <laughs> You're well, fine. You're excellent fine. training. You've been there. You can, you know, exactly. Change, I've been yeah. punched yeah. in the gut and the face, and I know how it feels. Yeah, <laughs> does it it's really not hurt? Very nice. <laughs> Because no, I remember people My said last year that it's because where the um, where the boxing gloves are so thick, it feels like you're in a almost getting hit by a really big pillow. Is that not well, the case? Is that a lie? I mean, pillows don't yeah. give you like I saw stars. Yeah, <laughs> fists are not soft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not at all. Oh but it was definitely good practice. Yeah, and and you feel like you're getting ready. Yeah, I'm getting ready. Yeah. 
Excellent. Good Get stuff. I better hear you cheering for me uh, when I come on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there cheering. We, we, we <laughs> have to be <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. But we want to be yeah. there. We, <laughs> want we to also be want there. to be there. Have you got a name yet? What's your, your what's your boxing name? My boxing name is um, Gemma One Strike Pike. Oh, that's Ooh. not bad. Not bad. I come yeah. up with a nice. Power Punch Pike. Ooh. Like but I One like Strike that. Pike, mm. that's good. Any ideas on the walking music yet? Um, Can we convince you to go full Apollo Creed? And outdo um, Tyson Fury. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's quite epic. But I've decided on Kendrick Lamar Humble. Oh no! I don't think the word the, humble. The that's B not. Word. Can we swear? We no, can no, swear you. on this, can't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've swore loads of times. <laughs> we, no, we've got we got the cool badge There's also for that. Bitches yeah. in it and bitch sit down. Yeah, <laughs> be oh, okay. humble. Oh, you're really going to intimidate yeah. whoever yeah, you're fighting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't feel confident, but I need to act <laughs> confident. In You'll be fine. You'll have all think, so much adrenaline on the night. Oh, bloody hell, yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane. It will oh. be. And well, hopefully we'll you'll be on the first five matches. They are the best. Always. Yeah, yeah, fingers first crossed. Five. Before everyone gets completely trashed and yeah, doesn't know yeah. what's going on. Flagging, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're just pointing the cameras to the ceiling, not knowing where we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking, we'll be Stone Cold Sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be disappointed if you were. Can't, we can't <laughs> afford the beer in there. order yeah. drinks to you from the ring. I mean, these two need, yes, need more please. beers. If somebody's going to pay for our drinks, then yes, we'll happily accept that. Um, what have I been up to? I have uh, I've been to Ireland. How about you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I always, get, I always get forgotten. Um, oh, no. so, um, all about Dave. All about me, isn't it? So I've been to uh, Ireland for a wedding. Uh, that was quite nice. Spent a nice little weekend in Ireland. Had a yeah, went to a friend's wedding. Just had a little look around. We didn't get too much travelling, but the wedding was lovely. Um, and I've also, as if I can't get enough of podcasts, uh, my girlfriend and I we've started up another podcast, oh which God, is all about Strictly Come, yeah, which we start about Strictly Come Dancing, which we enjoyed. But I mean, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, cutting my allegiances with this podcast. That's very well because <laughs> we may need to r- ride on the coattails of that success. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, um, right. as I noticed yesterday, as I was flicking through, you're on the um, new new. We um, are on the new podcast. New podcast. List. No yeah, way. Yeah, we Already. Are. We're up there. Damn it. Well, well done. Well, it's because Lauren, because Lauren's got connections of the booktube world, so a lot oh. of people listen. Yeah, okay. so it's doing quite well. Can they? Can you? They point any listeners to to I'm this one? Try. I'm or are they try. more book and not film people? Um, no, I reckon a lot of them are film people. Well, I mean, they're all Strictly fans, so they mm. must watch TV. I don't watch Strictly, but I'm going to listen to that podcast. I mean, yeah, I listened I'm to you guys listen. yesterday. It was really funny, um, and I just want to hear your comments about something I've never watched before. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> it's a new way of doing a po- podcast like this. Even I've watched it for about four years. I still couldn't tell what dance it is by watching it, unless it's the Pasadoble. That's probably the only one I know, or maybe the Tango <laughs> as well. A powerful one. Yeah, that's just when they're waving a cape around. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, but yeah. But um, that's oh, all about too. And as I, I told Dan a little while, tomorrow I'm off to a boot fair. For some reason, a I am a boot, a boot fair. What's a boot fair? You're kidding me. <laughs> what do you mean? How do you, do you, how do you not know what a boot fair you, is? Do you mean a boot sale? Yeah, boot fair. <laughs> They're not called boot fairs. I feel like a fair where there's boots. Like, what? It's a boot fair, isn't it? <laughs> I always said boot sale. Oh, do you mean... Like <laughs> 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 what do you mean, like, where people get up at 6am and yeah, put and all their... Yeah, yeah. the back of their car. <laughs> 
I think it just might be from where he's from. Oh, they try right. to yeah, make yeah, it yeah, sound a bit fancy oh. by saying it's a boot fair. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it actually a boot it's sale? Like a hip, it's a boot sale where we're from. A yeah. Hipster boot. <laughs> oh, shut up. It's a boot fair. <laughs> <laughs> always has been a boot fair. Always will be. Well, you never said Have one. Have you not been there. to one before? Is that not for a long, long time? Oh, Last wow. time I went to one was about five, six years ago, and I was actually selling there. Oh right! And yeah, so yeah. I'm taking twenty pound with me. I'm just going to go <laughs> wild. I'm going to see what. I that's can a get. lot. Yeah. I don't know, but that's not enough for a boot fair, surely. <laughs> One of these daytime antique fairs, you're going to go around and just see what you can yeah, buy I'm between twenty get, Yeah, and then sell it on for thousands of pounds. But that antique that will be good. Show. It'll be nice. So um, on our next episode, <laughs> I shall let everybody know what I bought with my twenty pound. But I'm I'm after for some like maybe some vinyls. Maybe look out oh, for some mate, like you Marvel won't get any... comics and... Oh, yeah, true. I was going to say, you won't get any vinyls for like less than 20 quid, no, do you? Uh, good. Unless you get the end of the day, Gemma. Oh, 20 pounds used to send me back... Four, used to get four. Four, tw- four 12 inches for yeah. either. Oh, 20 God, quid. Now, now they're like 20 quid brand new. Yeah. Per and like HMV what? and stuff. I'm sitting on a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> right, so let's kick things off with our Glad They Got Made. And this yeah. month... It is Gemma's choice. So my choice this month is um, Scrubs, which is a brilliant American comedy drama. It certainly is. As described by Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> <A> trusty source. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, hopefully everyone knows Scrubs. It's, it's like an early 2000s series yeah. um, set in a hospital in Sacred Heart Hospital. <sighs> Starring Zach Braff, he's the main character, really. Um, and it's sort of centred around these medical interns and as the seasons go on. So there was like nine seasons of yeah. it. We won't even count. Actually, no, there was eight seasons eight of seasons, it because the yeah. ninth season was just a car crash. Yeah, it's where they go to never a... Be again. It's like the, it's the school, isn't it? They go yeah, to the university school, where they teach how to become rubbish. doctors. Yeah, I, mean, I think I remember watching one or two episodes and I wasn't keen. No. It's not good. No. So eight seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's centered around these medical interns, one of which is Zach Braff, who's JD. And then his friends, Turk, is like his best friend. And Turk's such a great character. Lovely Turk. There's Elliot, um, who's played by Sarah Talk. Um, and then there's the janitor. And his, like, JD's sort of boss, Perry Cox, Dr. Oh, Perry Dr. Cox, Cox, who, like, he's trying to teach all the interns how yeah. to be doctors um, and then the head of the hospital who's bob bob kelso who's <laughs> also another great character yeah. and then turk's girlfriend although they don't really get together for like it's like the end of the first season i think they so get yeah yeah they kind um, of tease it pretty Carla. much pretty early but yeah they get together in the end yeah so it's like yeah the seasons follow them through their sort of medical journeys and then yeah. their ups and downs and them getting together and getting splitting up again and yeah. but it's just really funny um and it's it, but it's it makes you laugh and cry because i think there's oh, yeah. some really deep bits in it yeah. yeah especially when jd and elliot are getting together and yeah. then splitting up and oh i cried a lot throughout that yeah, series it's, um, it's really emotional but it's just really silly as well because jd and turk's friendship they're best friends and they live together for a while and then they move out and they just get up to really silly things like they the do. giant the giant doctor when <laughs> on his, like, who is it? It's JD on Turk's yeah. le- um, shoulders and they yeah. put this massive white coat on and a giant clipboard <laughs> <laughs> and stand outside the hospital 
just welcoming people in. Oh, I forgot about Giant Doctor. And that was really good. <laughs> yeah. And Eagle yeah. as well. And See, because uh, my friend and I, my friend Matthew and I, we used to compare our friendship to JD and Turks. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, we did. I it's mean, like goals, yeah, friendship goals. Exactly. We, we never confirmed who was who. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty certain I was JD. I don't think I was cool enough to uh, pass off as Turk. But yeah, but we used to watch it all the time. Oh, did you watch it like as it came out or did you kind of find oh, it? Oh, no, no. I think I found it at uni. Yeah. I think uni was... Because how old was I in 2001? Uh, I was like nine. Nine. Oh, Maybe blimey. was I nine? Eleven. Eleven. So yeah, I definitely didn't watch it when I was so eleven. So I would have been... <laughs> Grandad in the corner. Yeah. Over <laughs> so I would have been 17, 18. Yeah, yeah 17 I would have been. When was this, like, 24, 25? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, yeah, we've yeah. got quite a pretty even gap between us, really, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. So there so, we go. Yeah. It was good when yeah. I... I was not an avid watcher of Scrubs. It was kind of a period of my life where I didn't see a lot of TV or film. I was working a lot and didn't really get to sit down. But <coughs> when you did, Scrubs was one of the kind of uh, things you could just sit down, watch an episode. Yeah, you can just Doesn't put ma- it on. Miss and a it's few. Funny. I mean, yeah. I say this, I've got two box sets of Scrubs sitting in a DVD cabinet at home. Sat down and watched it. And it's just it's there. But it's one of those shows where you can just sit down, it's on, you pick it up. A bit like Cheers. Yeah. You uh-huh. didn't have to watch it week in, week out to closely follow the plot. No. And I just kind of think, is this the kind of like, because we have binge watching streaming services now. Yeah. That we demand that from our um, yeah, definitely. TV that yeah. Yeah, it moves yeah, along yeah. quickly. So yeah. You have to watch all yeah. episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you'd like, we can't now bear waiting a week. Yeah. We just have to yeah. be able to watch everything in one big lump. Definitely. And it was nice that this was kind of like, yeah. again, it was just that you could just pick it up and go. You didn't have to watch every single one. If you wanted to, you could. Yeah. So I, d- I just, and I like that JD narrates the whole thing as well. He's, he's the main character. Yeah. I think it's Zach Braff's best work. It is good. I mean, yeah, he, I don't think he, he hasn't, hasn't done, really much. done much else. I mean, other no, no what did you do? Garden, Garden State, State and, and there was a bit of like self indulgent trying to, yeah, a bit trying rubbish. to be like a more selfish version of JD. Well, I was watching a couple of episodes and, um, and it almost, it weirdly, it feels a little bit like in the way it's like Family Guy because when he, when he thinks about something and all of a sudden he plays it out in his mind. Yeah. Very much in the style of Family Guy when Peter Griffin would say something and then all of a sudden it would do go to a cutscene yeah, of, yeah, of that yeah. thing yeah. playing out in his yeah. mind. That well, I've noticed that happened quite a lot in Scrubs. Yeah. And it's like, it, it has a lot of imaginary scenes that plays out. Yeah. I thought I just thought in a weird way this is kind of like a PG version of Family Guy, yeah. which I kind of never noticed before. And um, yeah. there was a theory. I don't know if you heard the theory about the first season because it was just the pilot season. How the janitor, he. Only ever talked to JD. He never interacted with any of the other characters. So the theory was that the the janitor was going to be JD's like imaginary, like imaginary character that only he could talk to. But then they decided not to do that, and the rest. And he started interacting with all the other characters. Oh, I never noticed. But yeah, because he's always like tormenting him and taking the mick out of him all the time. That's what made him so great. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I never, I've never even considered. That that even happened. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, if you go, if you and watch, go and watch the first se- se- season, mm. he doesn't speak to anyone else. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was looking at all the cameos. They had yeah, a lot of cameos. Lot. There is. So I just listed down a few. Like one of my highlights is Dick Van Dyke. 
Yeah, You've got yes. Elizabeth Banks, one of my heroes, Michael J. Fox, Mandy Moore, Matthew Perry, Courtney Cox, John Ritter, mm. Heather Graham, and Colin Farrell. And that's what? just like a small... Colin Farrell. Yeah, I remember Colin Farrell's one. He was like playing a drunk Irishman. No. Yeah, I know. What are the odds, eh? Yeah, some drunk, handsome Irishman who... I bet uh, he did some research into that. Uh, he's a <laughs> proper <laughs> method yeah. actor um, yeah. when it comes to drunk <laughs> Irishmen. Yeah, I've just forgot how many. And there were so many more just going through the list. But those are just <coughs> some of the ones that I picked out. There were so many cameos. I think that shows how good yeah, a program good it, it was. When you can attract you know, the cameos of that calibre mm. yeah, into definitely. it. Would you say... I mean, we've sort of brought this matter up a couple of times before would you say this is one of the series that went on for far too long it should have been cold earlier in its well i think up to season eight it was brilliant but i don't know why they did that spin-off because the spin-off is rubbish mm. and it's that it, they mo- they removed it from the actual sacred heart yeah. hospital for for a start which was wrong because that's where everything happened they took some of the main characters out and replaced them with new characters so yeah. then you've got a completely different dynamic mm. and it just didn't work it just wasn't good no it wasn't funny so it wasn't that wasn't even included really seasoned there it's just no like no up to eight nine eight. yeah and i think eight is actually that's all right for american isn't it like that's a that's yeah. a decent number of seasons yeah. and then yeah, yeah that's good they, that ended they, it all, there. they all have like 20 they, 20 plus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas we only have lot. like six or seven. So it's quite, they yeah. did get yeah. through like 160. Going back over it, you kind of like, you know, I was just kind of watching highlights of it and trying to remind myself what it was like. Yeah. And you're, you're picking up on, you know, the best <clears> bits <throat> were kind of balanced between the sad bits mm. and yeah. then, you know, where they've lost a patient that they've been trying so hard yeah. To, yeah. to fix throughout the whole of the uh, that particular episode. Yeah. And in, the, in between that, you've still got, you know, JD's rather mental um, sort of cutaways to you yeah. know in in his head yeah kind of stuff and then you've also got you know the janitor yeah trying to super glue locks and yeah do stuff yeah. I feel like it's probably quite a good way to to show how a doctor's life is in or to mix in the funny with the sad because yeah. they do have to deal with a lot of death yeah. and they yeah. do have to kind of break themselves away and not get involved because they got like one of the like the sad moments of Scrubs was when Dr. Cox loses three patients within quite a quick time. Oh, and yeah, then on that third course, one, yeah. when he thought he was going to save him, like he just has a breakdown when the guy dies and he just like starts smashing up the equipment. And then as he's walking out, JD says to him, like, uh, remember you told me that the moment you start caring for a patient is is the moment that you stop be- being a doctor. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I know. And then he walks out and then that was, that was quite a big moment. I mean, uh, yeah, eventually bounces back from it. But yeah, I think it's yeah, I, I do think it's a good representation of of how a doctor has to has to mix the good with the bad. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts on Scrubs? Favorite character, Gemma. I do like JD. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's an obvious one because he's the helps. main character. But he's the main character. It's okay to like the main character, Gemma. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, oh, maybe it should be one of the others, or like yeah, Doctor Cox. You. But no, I think I like JD just because seeing the race that you see his growth throughout the, yeah. the whole season and yeah. he's just always there he's yeah. always there <laughs> yeah dan who was your favorite uh mine was the janitor yeah i just think yeah. the, the the invention of the rooftop toilet <laughs> just brilliant <laughs> yeah i do remember the uh the rooftop toilet i think mine would probably be i think dr cox i did used to that actually no maybe even bob kelso Bob yeah. was brilliant. He was so he funny. Just didn't ever give a shit about any no, of the he patients. No, he didn't. I think I probably said this on the podcast before, but I'm a sucker for when when they have the heartfelt moments. 
I really like that. And Bob didn't have any of them, but when he had them, like when he, he has to, like yeah, in Dick Van Dyke's character, really Doctor Townsend, I think his name was something like that, and um, and he has to fire him, and that was a very touching moment. But he does it in such a nice way. Like, he does it as nice as he can. How can you fire Dick Van Dyke? I don't know. Yeah, right. Keep him there. Exactly. Right, okay, so there we go. There that we is go. the wrap-up of Scrubs. So, Dan, you're next month. Ooh. Yeah, so you don't have to tell us what it is yet. But That's good. I've got it there. Excellent. I should look forward to uh, finding out what I, it is. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Okay, right. So, moving on into what we've seen recently. So, Dan... What yes. have you seen recently? Um, I've seen another family-orientated film. Yeah. Um, the Peanuts movie. <laughs> what? The Peanuts, you know, Snoopy. They, they Charlie, Brown, Charlie, Charlie Brown, Jim. Charlie Brown. Doesn't I Charlie thought it Brown. was about like M&M Peanuts or something. <laughs> Because you know they have those they, they have those little characters in the cinema, don't they? On the in the ads. And yeah, stuff. I well, sorry, was just, maybe just I was like stealing that idea. <laughs> <laughs> the MNN movie. Dan is actually writing that down. <laughs> Ran out of ideas, and made a movie out of those characters. No, we've got lots of sequels and prequels to do before we get onto yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, what's it like? It was really enjoyable. I've no, I wasn't a really big kind of watcher of the cartoons yeah. and the things. You know, being this side of the Atlantic. Mm. We, we're not that huge on no, Snoopy I stuff. know that in America, like the Charlie Brown Christmas special is like a, a staple in the yes. American household. It's, yeah. I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be one of the biggest Christmas specials that everybody watches everybody, every year really? without fail. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So it's over there really is big. There. And, and this was a really good thing to watch. It kind of like summed up the whole of the um, cartoon. Yeah. It, 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 when you read, sort of go into what the Peanuts characters were, were, you realise how big it was and how yeah. it influenced, like, and greatly represented America. I mean, kind of, oh, yeah, it's Snoopy. We kind of used Snoopy. Yeah. I think at one point he was a, a little emblem on our ecstasy tablets. You know, that, that's kind of <laughs> where we take popular culture in this country. <laughs> if it's popular, it goes on to it a pill. Is that like your best trip, Dan? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so yeah, it was really enjoyable. There's, it's kind of like it goes. It's, it's like an hour and twenty minutes, and it's kind of two stories into between. They've got like yeah. Snoopy's little story that goes on, yeah, and then you have Charlie Brown's. Does Snoopy doesn't talk in it, does he? No, no, he, good, good. he yeps and does that's that. That's fine. That's fine. One mm. of my my, the, my favorite part in it is you know that the teachers and the the parents and that they don't talk properly. Yeah, like they talk like that. <laughs> they got. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this guy, Trombone Shorty. He's the voice of them. See, he actually plays a trombone. He's not a short guy because he sounds like it. Yeah. He plays a trombone. Oh, okay. kind of like, so he's playing the trombone for their voices, which yeah. just made it even more brilliant. Ah, nice. So that was that. Cool. That's what I watched. That was the first thing I watched. Should I go on to me? Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll do The next thing I watched, which I, d- I don't know where this is, Wonder Woman. Oh. I yeah, finally got around to seeing out. it mainly because it was free on Netflix or something like yeah. that. Yeah. How was it? I haven't Sucked. seen it. Oh no! I didn't like it. Oh, that's a shame. Dan's wrong. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, you liked it. Um, I mean, <laughs> firstly, <was> incorrect. I, <laughs> I didn't really buy. How would you pronounce her name? Gal 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 Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I thought it was Gadot because you don't say that. Gal Gadot. Anyway, Gal. Sorry. I just didn't think she was a very good Wonder Woman. Um, she was more too. The way that I've put it here is, 
she's more catwalk fierce than kick-ass fierce. Mm. And there were a lot of long looks into the camera, blue steel looks. Is you that know? what Wonder Woman's about, though, right? I d- no? Wasn't this the opportunity to reinvent that? Mm. I liked it. I thought she was good. I liked but, uh, it. Yeah. And then the second part of that, I didn't like the way that they used World War One as a backdrop oh, to yeah. that film. Just felt it wasn't handled in the same sensitivity as the way that um, like Captain America was. Yeah. There were very, a lot of very um, similar themes running through both of the films. Yeah. And I just felt... Marvel did it better. They handled it better like that. Actually using real, not real locations, but very similar kind mm. of like yeah. trench warfare that they yeah. did on like the Western Front or whatever they called it. Yeah. Um, oh, that I part there. It was just a little bit too close to nice. it. Fair enough. Mm. And that. So, and I think maybe that along with, I didn't think she was a very good, she was good, but wasn't, could have been better. Okay. I think there's been much better um, sort of strong female roles recently yeah. than what Wonder Woman was here and I feel that that could have been better cast those things together made it a really disappointing film for me okay oh, I'm sorry to hear that Daniel sorry <laughs> <laughs> but I sad didn't pay to watch it so I'm happy oh wow well. there we go for free excellent is that it you're all done yeah I'm yeah. done Gemma no go on then you, um, you want me to go yeah 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 okay right so um, just a couple of things I won't get into details on these but um, I watched Fighting With My Family the one about the What's wrestling that? one which was very good is that so, new? So, yeah it's fairly new it only came out a little while ago that's oh. where you follow a WWE um, girl called Paige yeah. it's how she starts um, how she gets into wrestling how she becomes a WWE superstar which was very good yeah. it had Dwayne in it who I like and, Rock. and, uh, and Nick Frost was in it Oh, I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. It, it was not the best film in the world, but I love a sports film, and yes. it was good. It kind of ticked a few boxes for me. And then I also watched um, Long Shot, which is the one with Seth Rogen and Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron as the Secretary of State, and then Seth Rogen, who's like a he's like oh, um, he's like yeah, a writer. Yeah. He's a journalist. Yeah. And then she, he ends up working with her, and they used to go to school together, and then they fall. It's like a rom com. Oh yeah, Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Is it decent? It's decent. It's Do you know what? It sounds better now you've kind of said that than I could just saw the poster and I just assumed that Seth Rogen was like Seth Rogen in every Speaking other film. He's like been. weed head. I mean, yeah. self. Yeah, but pineapple. Yeah, he's still weed. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he still, he still, was, he still smokes weed in it. <laughs> But that's that's not I the mean, main part of his character. I mean, it wouldn't be him if he didn't. No, exactly. No, no. I like it. but it works. It really works in that film. I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. So the main film that I've seen this month is I took a little trip to the cinema to watch maybe Oscar contender Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Old. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's got Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham, Vanessa Kirby, Idris Elba, Helen Mirren, and uh, Isa Gonzalez. And it's uh, Idris Elba's the villain, and he's the, the standard villain where he's. Oh, Idris is Idris, in it. Idris is the main villain. Um, <laughs> uh, Brixton, I believe, is his name, and uh, and he's a super soldier, and oh. he wants to destroy humanity to build up humanity again. Does he as have all an American accent? No, no, no. He's fully British oh, in this. Oh, thank God! I yeah. can't even imagine it. He's would. almost. Oh, no, but he has done one before, hasn't he? In something. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, he's um, what? What? Been an American accent? Yeah. Yeah, he's done yeah, it in a few in, things. It was in the wire. <laughs> he's in a very which would this will come up. <laughs> we'll skip back, pretend I never said that. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> he's on. in a film 
which we'll talk about at Christmas called This Christmas, which is a really rubbish movie, but it's not one of my favourite Christmas films. And he's and he's a musician in that, and he's mm. got an American accent. But um, but yes, but back to this, and uh, yeah, it's the now almost getting old storyline of somebody wants to destroy humans and <clears> rebuild <throat> them up as being better humans. So so they're all making super stuff, you know, very much along the Marvel lines. So I'm just going to put that down for my peanut yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy humans, make them into peanuts. Brilliant. Yeah, and then and it's down to, up to Hobbs and Shaw to save the day. and uh, But they don't really like work. Because I haven't seen a Fast and the Furious since number five, which is when The Rock first came into it. But apparently... Like these two have butted heads a few times, but Ooh. now they've been forced to work together. And obviously, it's a bit of a buddy cop movie, mm. and there's a lot of insults, which they really do work. What they bounce off of each other very well, but yeah. but the insults are the same throughout the whole film. They don't really oh. elaborate on them. It's like I'm just going to repeat what I'm saying to you. At the start, it was like, "Haha, this is funny," but by the end, it gets it's a like, bit boring. You need isn't to it? say something new. Yeah, but but they have definitely they definitely got a good connection with each other, and. Um, and Vanessa Kirby plays Jason Statham's sister, and uh, and she was very good in it. For somebody who's who was Princess Margaret in The Crown, mm. uh, she's come very far into being like a kick-ass woman, and she's very good. And she takes she takes down a lot of the bad guys. But unfortunately, as always, there's got to be a romantic connection, and it comes out of nowhere. For all of a sudden, at the end, her and the Rock kiss. And they tease oh. a connection. It's just so weird. <sighs> like, there's no need for it whatsoever. Oh, that's, so, that's so annoying when they just add stuff like that in for no reason. In that particular series or something. Well, I don't know. He might have. But if, well, if he has, he's been a naughty hey, rock. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm getting confused <laughs> there. Boy. Yeah. He spends a lot of time away from home, you know. It's a Fast and the Furious film. Although it's not officially in the Fast and Furious gang. Yeah. This is like Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's okay. very fast. It's very big. Yeah. It's very loud. Too loud. Like no. it's the runtime is two hours and seventeen minutes. It's about oh wow, 20, that's yeah, long. It's, two, it's twenty minutes too long. Gosh. It doesn't need to be that long. No. And for a, a, a film that's over two hours, there's so much action. You must be exhausted at the you end. Are. By the end, like when you <laughs> get like the old times of when it's quiet, you're like, oh, thank, thank God. God for that. <laughs> like you just, I just want a few more minutes of quiet. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Like it's so bassy. Like it's like, oh wow, and and it's just over the top as all um, Fast and Furious films are. Like one of them, like one of the bits is they have to pull a helicopter down using a car or using a truck, but the truck isn't heavy enough. So <sighs> what, what do you do? Put the rock, put on, the the rock on it. Yeah. You first of all you do that, and then you get the chains connected to the truck, and you chuck it on another truck. <laughs> so then you've got two <laughs> trucks course. on a pull down I mean, helicopter. Obvious. That's not enough. So then you get another truck and another truck. Well, and in the whole point is, how? how the rock doesn't have a gun to shoot at the helicopter? I don't know. Like, I think he, he just reason? shoots a look at them. I think that's all, <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need. But yeah, I think at one point there's like six cars or six trucks that are like pulling what? this helicopter. It's just, it's just ludicrous. Silly. But, but that is what fast. That's a myth busters I want to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I did like Idris Elba as the good old British villain. Like, and he has a, and as a super soldier... And he has like a bike that's a bit like a Knight Rider bike. <clears throat> Doesn't talk. Street Hawk, you mean? Street Hawk. Oh, is that the actual name of the car? No, no. Street Hawk was the bike version of Knight Rider. 
God. Go back to yeah. the 80s day. Oh, what a nerd. <laughs> what a nerd. Okay. That was my childhood. <laughs> that's good knowledge, though. That is impressive. That's, that's, that's like um, that. Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so, so, so Street Hawk, and it's very much, it's high-tech bike in that. He can pretty almost like press a button and it will come to him. And then when he's chasing oh, right. uh, Hobbs and Shaw, like, and they go under a truck and it weaves in and out between <gasps> two trucks. It's very cool. In telebike. But yeah, like... And it's it's really cheesy, this film. So at the end, where there's the big standoff between Statham, Rock, and, uh, El- and Idris Elba, like, um, the two of them get, get the shit kicked out of them. Um, because basically, because they're not working together. And then they kind of stop and they look, look at each other like, oh my God, we have to work together. <laughs> That's the only way we're going to beat him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they become like best mates. And, oh then they, uh, and then they... Bonding oh, moment. Yeah, and then they win the day as you'd expect. But they got some good cameos in it. They had um, Kevin Hart was in it. He, he was a um, air marshal who hooked them up with a helicopter later on when, when they <laughs> didn't when need they, to tie it down with a truck. No, exactly. No, that was one that was allowed. Oh my god, yeah. And also the timelines in it is absolutely horrendous. Like um, Vanessa's Kirby character, she has like a, a virus inside her, and she's got like forty-eight hours to get rid of it. But somehow... Uh, it sounds very Mission Impossible. Oh, it, yes, it is very much like Mission yeah. Impossible. But, and at some point, they get from Russia to, like, Hawaii, <laughs> and there's still, like, 17 hours left. That's not it, possible. No, it's, 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 yeah, it's crazy. But, but yeah, and uh, Ryan Reynolds was in it. I like Oh, Ryan yes, Reynolds. Ryan. Yeah. Also, also being Ryan Reynolds. Yes. But it's good. And even Rob Delaney pops up in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I like Rob Excellent. Delaney. But, yes, yes, so overall... Yeah, it was okay. It was absolutely fine. If you're a fan of Fast and the Furious, you're probably going to enjoy it. Sorry, I've waffled on about that far too long than I wanted to. And then um, uh, the other TV shows that I've been watching recently is uh, Gone Fishing with Paul Whitehouse and uh, Bob Mortimer, which is oh, very yeah. cute. As they say themselves, the show is borderline boring, but it's <laughs> lovely. It's very cute. It's very <laughs> sweet. And those two are very good friends. And we've also had the return of two huge programmes. Um, I'm going to have to wait ooh. until the end of it. We've got Peaky Blinders, which is very, very exciting, and yeah. The Bake Off. Oh, oh you know <laughs> what I was thinking <laughs> at all. <laughs> what, what was you thinking of? Hunter. Oh, no, I've never watched Mindhunter. But oh, we'll get, oh, I'm guessing that's what you were right. going to talk about. That was, yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll get on to you. Yeah. But oh, but Bake Off. Oh. I'm loving Bake Off so far as well. I don't watch Bake Off, but... Um, You're into this I, I got some baked goodies because of Bake Off this week. You did, yeah. didn't you? And that was very, very nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so Lauren um, baked a cake. And then, oh. she, and, then she, and then I bought in a slice for Dan. And what now did Dan's she very, bake? Oh, it was just like a chocolate marble cake. It was lovely. It was very nice. It was very nice. Yeah, nice. and then so it's biscuit week this week. Oh, so nice. So it's, it's <laughs> possibly not here, but I might rearrange that. You never yeah, know. You might come in. <laughs> but then the, also the other, uh, the big TV show that I've just finished watching the last episode of yesterday was The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, I've, my housemate's been talking about yeah, this. Yeah, it's really, really good. I'm not going to give too much away because it's, it's not been out long and I know you two haven't seen it. Yeah, I really on my list. want you two to watch yeah. this. So basically, it's a, uh, so I'll run through who's in it. You've got Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Erin Moriarty, Dominic McElligot, uh, Laz Alonso, Jesse T. Usher, Elizabeth Shue, and even Simon Pegg pops up for a bit in it. Hey. And it's a group of vigilantes set out to take down the corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. The Boys is set in a universe where superpower people are recognised as heroes by the general public and owned by powerful corporation Voight International, which ensures that they are aggressively marketed and monetised. So, what this is, it's, it, it turns the image of a superhero being good on its head. Mm. So, 
um, the, the group of super, superheroes are called the Seven, yeah. and so, so what what you what they what everybody kind of called them are soups. So the superheroes, and I love the name Soups. <laughs> so I will now forever now be saying Soups when I talk about superheroes. <laughs> and these guys just help help protect America. And on the outside, you know, they smile, they're happy to sign yeah. um, autographs, and and they uh, like have selfies and they save the world, blah 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 blah. But behind the scenes, they're chauvinistic, they're drug drug addicted, oh, and violent, and they're just possessive perverts, pretty much. <laughs> nice. It's really, really. It's just so different. It's such a great idea. So, like the, the actual story starts is that you've got um, one of the soups who called A Train, who's uh, no, who's like the fastest um, superhero on the planet. He runs through a woman, and yeah. it's this. It's like literally runs through her, and there's a lot of blood and a lot of guts everywhere. And nice. uh, and this and this guy Howie. So it's his quest for revenge, and he meets up with um, Carl Urban's character called Billy Butcher, mm. who's also had <coughs> issues with one of the main soups. Um, who's like a Superman type character, and uh, and it's just their plot of revenge, and and they're they're going to try and kill all these superheroes, and it's really really wow. cool. Yeah, Carl, Carl to, Urban. Carl oh, Urban. I like Carl Urban. He's, In this, he's really good. Like he's he's really rugged. He looks really <laughs> old, but he's really rugged. He's got a really cool beard. Nice. And I like a man with a beard. And he's just <laughs> like he drops a C bomb like it's a noun. <laughs> it really does but it really works yeah. I like it when characters like that it's just such a, an unusual character for him to play and um, like he's so menacing in it and you're really like frightened of him like he can do anything the only bad thing about it is his accent so he's supposed to be British but it's terrible oh. it. so sometimes it, it he swaps from British to Australian mid-sentence. Oh, no. But it's fine. Like, just skip over You almost find it, it funny, like, how bad his accent is. <laughs> but it's brilliant. And and uh, and this and the Huey character, at the start of it, he's just such a nervous, cautious and, like, scared guy who doesn't yeah. want to help out. But but by the end of the first series, it has been commissioned for a second series as well. So I Better get on yeah, that, then. so uh, get better on it. But, it. yeah, he just turns into... He completely turns his character around and he's just, just this confident badass. And he, and he's just willing to, like, go toe-to-toe with a superhero. It's just amazing. And, and like, because uh, it's based on a comics, on a comic book. Oh, uh, So right, I'm going to okay. try and get a couple of comics and have a little read of yeah. them. But this is amazing. It's so different. It's just it's so gory. And... It's just so bizarre and weird. I really advise you both to watch it and anybody to watch it. It's cool. just good fun. And it's on Prime, right? Yeah, and it's on Amazon Prime, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it's eight episodes. Eight episodes of just pure darkness. Excellent. But in a good way. So, uh, Gemma, tell us about mine, Hunter. <laughs> Are you burping as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Something in the really water tricky. here, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so, so much on? testosterone going around <laughs> Yes, so I might have been watching Mindhunter series two. Mm-hmm. If you've not seen, have you not seen? I've not even heard not of me it, Mindhunter. What, what oh is Mindhunter? Oh, it's brilliant. So it's on Netflix. Um, it's centered around the FBI in the seventies to the eighties when they were developing their um, their behavioral science unit. So they were interviewing serial killers to try and find patterns in how they killed people to make profiles so they could um, solve future cases of okay. serial serial killers. Oh, cool. It's really dark. Yeah. It's brilliant. There's portrayals of some of the most famous, like Charles Manson oh, in right. it. Um, oh. Some really, like, yeah, famous serial killers. So it's very dark, 
very gritty. Is it scary? Brilliant. It's not scary. It's yeah. just like really intense. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll give and that a go then. And it's really interesting. There's uh, two FBI agents, one Holden Ford and one's called Bill Tension, and they work with a psychologist to develop the interviews. And it's really interesting how Holden, one of the FBI agents, he just kind of, they have a set way of the of them interviewing the serial killers because it's for like, it's an experiment basically. So they need to get collect the data and do it all mm. properly. But he just goes off on his own sometimes and he, you know, he doesn't speak to the serial killers properly and he triggers them and all sorts and they go off on one and they're all like, why did you do that, Holden? But he, he gets results <laughs> <laughs> in the American way. Nice. And like, But he gets results. Yeah. Um, and season two is, they set on, I think it's set on, it's like real life. Um, but in season two, they actually cover the Atlanta murders. I don't know if you heard of the Atlanta no, murders. I so no. there was in Atlanta, in <laughs> <laughs> between seventy nine and eighty one, there was about twenty odd black children that mm. were murdered, and so that it covers that, okay. and it's really it's really interesting. And then it's like there's a lot of character development in it, yeah. and that you get really attached to them, and it's just ah cool. Who's in it? Who, who's I'm, I don't know if you'd know Jonathan Groff, Holt Mc. Mc- Holt McCallum, uh, Anna Torv, you might know Anna Torv. Yes. She's a psychologist. She She's was in Fringe. Yeah, she was in Fringe. She was really good. Now, it's kind of yeah. like, not the same, but another kind of FBI, slightly weird, very science-based. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So she's good. That It's really worth a watch. Cool. Very awesome. good. And then the second thing was, I saw yesterday, by the way, and I didn't agree with you. I liked it. It was cute. Um, but yeah, it was just cute. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't tell me it was set in Suffolk. It's set in like in um Lowestoft, and that's where I'm from. So I was like, oh. What, what were we talking about? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. I saw yesterday. I could see in your face. I could see in your face. You were like, what the fuck? Cause are you yeah, because you went. I saw yesterday, and I was thinking, <laughs> and you were like, yeah. What did you say yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, yesterday the film. <laughs> Oh, okay. Eventually, but yeah. um, I love there was like set in Suffolk. I thought yeah. that was really cute because is that is that yeah. it? Just because it's set in Suffolk, <laughs> yeah, you like so it. I'm like it's from my hometown. Okay. Um, I'm not from Lowestoft, by the way. I'm from Ipswich. Just, just a does that make Nothing it any wrong better? With Lowestoft. <laughs> oh dear, sorry, Lowestoft <laughs> group. <laughs> I no, can give you Gemma's <laughs> phone number if you need it. If you want to send us some abusive messages, send us a bit of Ipswich Lowestoft beef. But it's all Suffolk, so lovely Suffolk. Right. Um, anyway, skip skip right over that very quickly. <laughs> um, I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the much hyped ah, yes. Tarantino latest release. Yeah, and I didn't want to see any reviews, anything, because I feel like it got overhyped massively. Yeah. It's really good. It's yeah. entertaining. It's not doesn't feel classically Tarantino until you get to the end where there's a very gory fight scene, but it's also very funny, very yeah. hilarious. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it um, as a fading Hollywood star. Yeah. So he's trying to get more work and it's drying up. And his bodyguard is played by um, Brad Pitt. And he's just always, he drives him around everywhere because basically um, he's called Rick Dalton. Leonardo DiCaprio is called Rick Dalton Mm. and Brad Pitt is called Cliff Booth. And Rick's basically a borderline alcoholic. So he's lost his license because he's been drinking too much. So... Cliff drives him around everywhere. He's like his best friend, his only friend, really. Um, 
Yeah, I know. It's really long. It's about, it's almost three hours. Yeah. As per. Yeah. For Tarantino. As, yeah, Tarantino likes a long it's film. It's really it? long. But it's set in 1960s, 70s yeah. Hollywood. So it's quite nice. Loads um, of drug use. There's not loads of drug really? use. Oh, but there is, um, there's a bit about the Charles Manson cult and where they used to live in the Hollywood really? Hills. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is quite interesting. Ah. And Cliff kind of gets involved with that. And that's yeah. that's real. That's sort of like a little bit real life. Yeah. And um, also Rick lives next to um, uh, Sharon Tate and a very famous <laughs> director. Oh, that's um, Roman yeah, Polanski. Polanski. Roman Polanski. Yeah, Polanski. That's right, in the film. And he's just... Because He's Sharon Tate gets killed by the Mansons. Mm. Yes, yeah, so yeah. but it kind of it do, it mixes it up, but it's a reference. So you've to got that. fiction mixing with real yeah, history. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bit like Wonder Woman, but better. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really funny scenes in it, though. Yeah. There's this amazing scene because Cliff is the stuntman and he's doing um, some stunts in this film uh, called The Green Hornet, which I think <gasps> is a very famous. Yeah. Film, Bruce Lee, <laughs> and it, it, he like Bruce Lee is like doing this little talk to all of the stuntmen saying this is how you should fight and then Cliff challenges them to a fight and they just get into this absolutely ridiculous like oh, scuffle and it's just so funny because the way they portray Bruce Lee is just so arrogant really? <laughs> yeah it's Ooh. so funny it's hilarious I love Bruce Lee I don't I awesome. probably wasn't really like that but just the way oh I hope not no the oh, way I can it imagine was that, but I it was just watch very it just very funny but I mean Leo and Brad are Great. Yeah. I think they suit Tarantino's style very well as well. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it might be up for, it might be challenging for Oscars or not? <sighs> only I, I only because it's it. him. Yeah. I, 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 it's enjoyable, but I don't, I don't know yeah. if it's Oscar worthy. Yeah. But I've, I enjoyed I've read it. a lot of, very lot of Marmite reviews. Some yeah, people have absolutely I loved it. And I was listening to one this morning and he absolutely, he just didn't like he it at all. It. it was so long, so boring. He hated the way that Bruce Lee was portrayed. Yeah, yeah. As well, as yeah. As arrogant, like pr- yeah, pretty was. much. Yeah, it was. I think it was his exact <laughs> words. I mean, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I did. I I felt it was a bit too long, and I thought it was overhyped. Yeah. But there, there's also another. There's a really good scene. There's this little eight-year-old girl in it, and she's kind of talking to Rick because Rick, as a fading actor, he gets quite upset and he like goes into these rages and because mm. he's like, "Oh, my career is failing." <laughs> and there's this bit where she just she talks to him straight. It's just like yeah. this little eight-year-old girl just talking to him straight, telling him to make, like you know pull your socks up, nice. comforting him, and he's like a forty-year-old man. So it's just <laughs> it's just really it's it's funny, but it's good. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but um, good. I think overhyped. Okay. Trailer talk next. Trailer talk. So the first one we got coming up is Joker. Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? Send in the clown. So, this stars uh, Joaquin Phoenix as title role of the Joker, and we've also got Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Francis Conroy, Mark Maron, and Shea Wingham. And this is directed by Todd Phillips, who directed the trilogy, uh, the Hangover trilogy. 
Really? Yeah. Bit of a change. This is a yeah. much more Bit, of a change. Yeah. yeah, I kind of look through what he's directed and it's like due date and lots of like hangover type comedies. So this is going to be interesting. So what do we make of The Joker? I, it looks really good. I would. I actually oh, yeah. really want to go and see it, definitely. This is a definite... I mean, I'm a big fan of the the Chris Nolan Batman series. Oh. This kind yeah, of feels like yeah, it's going yeah. there. And it's. I think it's brilliant to have a backstory to... Yeah. Like a, a, yeah. a criminal way bad guy a villain yeah, yeah. Um, this is one and, and this is story. the yeah this is a, a, a perfect kind of thing yeah. I just feel that they've got slightly further to go than your, your hero you know yes. I'm not yeah. saying you know like Batman loses his parents is like that you know like he's not a bad thing but it's just a case of that there and then a bit of training yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. this guy's got a lot further to go to go beyond yeah to beyond yeah. that yeah. It, this looks a a proper descend into yeah. madness. But you can't have a good film without a bad villain. Yeah. Like, really you know, bad. villains make the film so much. And like, yeah. he's just one of the best villains of all time. Yeah. Do you think Wackin well, has done a method method acting on this one? The last person to play the Joker was Jared Leto in The Suicide Squad. And I think oh, the problem course, with Jared Leto yeah. was that I feel like he was maybe taking a bit from Heath, a bit from like Mark Hamill's a Joker yeah. and also a bit from like Jack Nicholson's one and he tried to mash them all together and incorporate and all the best bits. rather than being his own. But exactly, that's what you need to be. You Joker, need to be your yeah. own Joker. Okay, this backstory, I know it's not the, the one that follows the uh, the cartoon yeah. and the comic books, but I don't think there was a backstory behind the Jared Leto one. No, he, I no, think it was just a case of, I'm a gangster, so I'm exactly. going to play a gangster. Yeah. And the, the person that he reminded me of, have you guys seen True Romance? No. So in True Romance, I think it was um, it's kind of a, I think it was a pen by Tarantino. But anyway, Christian yeah. Slater's in it, and there's a gangster in that called Driscoll or something mm. like that. He reminded me of oh, him. Really? Very, oh, okay. very much like the, this is the guy, and this, and that. And I just kind of think I felt he was trying to get a bad person from other places, as yeah. well as trying to be the Joker and stuff like that. Oh, okay, that's interesting. There wasn't that madness side. Of no, what, there wasn't. No. Um, Heath and mm. what um, Wacky was finding there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely looks like he's going to be that kind of... I mean, of yeah, the only thing is, he's... watching that and makes me worried for whacking, you know, Joey, has he gone too know. far? Because he looks so thin, he's definitely yeah. lost weight. Yeah. And the, the actually, so I saw the tra- another a different trailer for this in the cinema mm-hmm. and there's is one with no um, speech in it. It's just a series of yeah. shots, yeah. and the music is very dark. And this one's mm. almost got a little bit of um, a bit of a few uplifting bits in it. I, not uplifting, but I don't know, happier. You, you're bits, seeing the I human guess. side of the Joker. Yeah, and I think it's that. Yeah. I mean, when I first saw this particular cut, I mean, I've seen that and another trailer. Yeah, I got a completely dis- different side of it. I think yeah, this, yeah. This is actually the worst trailer of the three. Yeah, because it's it doesn't set the mood as well, I don't it's think. It's making me feel like this is a little bit of a cut-up between King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. Mm. Which, but that might just be the fact that De Niro has been introduced to us yeah, now. Yeah, there's we a lot more De Niro in this yeah, We can yeah. see, when, well, you know, he probably only plays a small yeah. part. Yeah. Um, that's because it looks like it's shot at that time. Yeah. Or that kind of like mm-hmm. time zone of like, yeah. what... 70s yeah so we get in that kind of vibe from both taxi driver yeah. and uh king of comedy were what robert de niro was in mm. but it looks good yeah have it you got does. any you got any predictions what you think might happen in it like how he's because obviously at the start of it he's not full-on joker 
Yeah. But you no. know, there's got to be a point where he's going to snap. I just think it's it's going gonna... to show that, and I think it'd be really good because I know people say that sometimes you're only two paychecks away from sleeping yeah. rough on the streets. Yeah. I think it's going to show that. It's going to show for a downturn of a person. Yeah. Of yeah. where a normal human being yeah. can end up. Yeah. And I think so uh, broken from the start. In the start scene where he's just messing about with that kid and that mm. woman turns around and says, leave my kid alone. Yeah. And that's, I think that's like an indication of him. He's just trying to fit in with people and he doesn't fit in yeah. and people just don't like him and he's desperately trying to be someone yeah. and he's just been rejected by society yeah. and that's probably, yeah. w- no, that's, that's cool. going to yeah. be his downturn. No, I just, I don't, I, I don't know, but just watching some of the trailers, I can just see him becoming almost like a, a rebellious figure for people to maybe get behind. Because I'm assuming he's yeah. going to go on TV. Yeah. And because you see all the people like fighting on the trains and stuff like that. So I think maybe like the public are going to get behind him. I just, I don't know. I just, I think there's going to be some weird twists and turns in it. I think he's going to be almost become liked by the public for almost being like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. And then he just snaps. And I, don't, like, I, I can see him like killing... Robert De Niro's character live on TV, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I think yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to that one. So one of the kind of weird things is, especially with a lot of films and Hollywood, way is can it have a bad ending? Like what I mean is, can it have a a non happy ending to the end of this film? Can you know it be the case of because ultimately yeah. at the end of this thing, he's going to become the Joker. He's going to become yeah, the Joker. yeah. So he's going to have to be a character that the, the audience doesn't really like. Yeah. Are they going to leave like it him. like <laughs> yeah. follow it on to the other Batman? Well, yeah, films? that's that's the thing. Are they going to oh yeah implement it into yeah, the yeah. universe? Because I'm assuming this is Gotham. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Gotham. Or some isn't some it? part, or yeah. some part, we're in the DC world. Yeah, and that's fine. It kind of fits in, and, and it's great. I don't think it has to go into any other film stuff. Like it can just kind of stand on its own. Mm. But at the end, he becomes the Joker, who becomes the you know the criminal kingpin. Yeah of Gotham at that time. So you can't basically go, yeah, I'm all for the, you know, all for the Joker, mm. seeing mm. as he's the, yeah, main kind of criminal. Yeah. I will like they tease Batman in it. Don't know. Nah. No. Too early for Batman. Yeah. I think you're right. If anything, you're going to get an early Jim Gordon. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, bit, yeah. bit, like, bit like the Gotham yeah. TV show. Yeah. 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 Comes yeah. in that. Like that, that would be good. But yeah. it's great to have a completely different take on the TV yeah. show was the TV show and the guy who played the Joker in that was good. Yeah. I really liked that. But I can tell this is going a completely different way. Awesome. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Right, so let's move on to our next trailer, which is Bombshell. <laughs> Doesn't give much away, does it? No, it's not at all. Certainly doesn't. Very intriguing. Yeah. So this is directed by Jay Roach, who directed the Austin Powers trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) The unlikely directors. (laughs) And this guy's. This has got one hell of a. Is there going to be any fart gags in this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) So this stars Charlie Thrum, Margot Robbie, Nicole Kidman, Kate McKinnon, Alison Janney, Alice Eve. John Lithgow and Stephen Root. It's a oh, hell wow. of a cast. That's going to be. Do you think this is um, Oscar? I think this is Oscar worthy. Like, especially um, when they go, 
Academy Award winner, Sherry yeah. Verran. Yeah. Just nominee for... The tension, for, uh, the yeah. tension so, they've built in that lift the from the start is yeah. just incredible. And for how little it gives away. Yeah. Do we know anything about this film? I've not looked yes. at it. I guess no, you I've can not read it. it. So, this is based on true events which happened at Fox News, which is a scandal that saw had multiple women uh, have been sexually harassed by the then Fox News CEO and chairman, uh, Roger uh, Ailes. Uh, he is now no longer CEO, but it's kind of so. I was kind of, after seeing this trailer, I looked into it, and I, yeah, I, I feel really bad because I didn't know nothing about this at wow. all. Really passed me by, and uh, yeah, so basically, he he had had sixteen. Oh, at the end, he'd had sixteen allegations of sexual harassment against wow. him, so which is absolutely horrendous. And it's set in this, like current. Yeah, yeah. So this was this was what, what about five years ago, five six years ago? Oh wow! So yeah. part of like the Me Too yeah. movement. Yeah. So um, Charlie Theron and Nicole Kidman play Megan Kelly and Gretchen Carlson, who are actual they're like morning TV presenters and news anchors. So they play actual prop real. Uh, so yeah. they portray yeah. the real life characters. Um, and then uh, Margot Robbie's character is fictionalized for the film. So I'm not sure okay. who she's playing. But yes, yeah, so, yeah, so might be a is, case of she's having to yeah. kind of take a couple of roles and roll it in to help yes, the story. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I think John Lithgow is playing Roger Ailes. Um, I, I don't know who else is playing who at the wow. minute. Just it, It's not. A, it's obviously not a very nice story because it's all about lots of sexual harassment, but like, like just looking at it from a trailer point of view, I think it's going to be great. Like, yeah. to, like for a trailer, it's, it's created a lot of buzz for a yeah. trailer that gives you absolutely nothing. Which is very different to most trailers, yeah, which, which is, give you... I guess if you're aware of the actual story, yeah, that's yeah, maybe yeah, all yeah. you need to know. Yeah, yeah. that's the, Fox, the thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the if they hadn't have shown the Fox News like when they walked yeah. out of the lift, yeah, you wouldn't know what it was. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have any idea what it was about. But yeah, it really intrigued me straight away, and, cool. I, and I, I'm really looking forward to watching this. Yeah, it's, it's not about nice stuff, but it, it, it's it's going to be good. And as I said, it's got an amazing cast. It really has, and to be fair, like a, and. Charlie's Theron. I didn't even know it was her. Did not recognise no, her to no, begin with. What, what's going on there? Is it you know just good makeup or? Yeah, it's just, it, it's just it's her so hair She cut. really looks like um, uh, Megan Kelly. She really okay. looks like her. Yeah. So because when I watched a little like a little YouTube documentary about the whole thing, yeah, she really looks like Megan Kelly, and Nicole Gibbon really looks like Gretchen Carlson as well. So they've done yeah, a good but she, job I there. Mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, looking forward to that. Very very excited for that one. We are now moving on to the Burger Bowl discussion. Cool. And so last month we picked out... It's not our, it's not our favourite topic, is it, guys? No, but it's no, the top it's two horror no, scenes in not. movies. Me and Dan have a little chat. We both struggled with this quite a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, I only picked I, one I again. We're, yeah, we're pretty much all in the same boat. You're not trying, Gemma. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I really struggle with this. Yeah. Like, I, I really dislike horror. I yeah, can't stand same. it. I'm, I'm such a wuss when it comes to it. That's I remember I've been to the cinema once to see a horror film and I wouldn't even class it as a horror film because it probably, like, it's only World War Z, the Brad Pitt one. I really struggled <laughs> with it. That's a brilliant one. That, that, is that I horror? Spent, I spent most of my oh, most no. of the film with my eyes closed because <laughs> I didn't like it. it was, because because I was really excited to watch it because I thought, oh, it's like a zombie, like, Independence Day type movie yeah. and, like, the zombies all moving really big hordes. So it's just going to be a lot of, like, shooting zombies. And then within, like, the first five minutes... There was like about four jump scares, and I was like, "I do not." Like <laughs> You're like, this but is Lauren, not and, be good. Lauren and I were with friends, oh, so, so we could so we could walk out. out. Oh, no. So I think I went to the toilet about six times, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and just sat there with my eyes closed, oh. and I just kept them open when there was nothing. When it was daytime on the in the film, 
Yeah. But um, but yeah, so I'll kick us off. I mean, I was saying that. I don't mind the odd bit of gore. Yeah. And I can handle a bit of like, light torture. <laughs> <laughs> so like I thi- can't do torture. Yeah, so like things like Final Destination. Yeah. I'm okay with that because oh, that's more damn, like funny. No. I think it really, looking into this, is the... The genre of horror, what actually comes into it? Yeah, what's and the definition? It's like yeah. saying the I've not seen the classics, and because they're not really interest me, and again, I, they just don't sit right in my head. Yeah. The the nightmares on Elm Street. Yes. Yeah. The uh, Eraserhead. Yeah. I have seen Candyman. I've seen the Screams. I've seen some weird other ones out there, but some of them are just. I don't get the enjoyment factor out of that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, not yeah. I I I'm not. I don't get enjoyment out of jumping, having the you God know no. the, the scare jumps mm, or Lord watching no. that kind of thing. And that's why it become really really hard to go through what have I seen and what do I enjoy. Yeah. And then yeah. mainly because I'm not really big on the whole genre and stuff like that. I wasn't yeah. able to lift certain scenes from. Well, exactly. That was my that was my problem um, as well. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't lift a scene from a film. So I've just yeah. listed two films that I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, two horror films cool. I, no no which they're slightly more than like I actually quite like it yeah. these are good films yeah okay then go on then go on so my first one is um, Bad Taste never What's heard of it never heard of it I'm not surprised it is actually one of Peter Jackson's very first films oh so this is the one it is it's, 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 it's ridiculous as it comes in so let me just give a quick idea on the plot so plot is a government department sending some of their agents to investigate the disappearance of a entire small town in new zealand uh, they find the town has been overrun by aliens who are harvesting the town uh, people for their fast food restaurant <laughs> and they hen begins <laughs> fast food restaurant hell. right so Burgers. reason why i like this film and stuff i i one is this is one of like mine and my friends we when we kind of like we this sun- is, and this is horror not comedy this is a horror comedy a horror comedy it's oh, a horror okay, comedy cool, cool. it's mm-hmm. that kind of thing so yeah it's um we kind of watched it you know biz and barbecue mm. back in the day and we're kind of like yeah it's really good it's because it is proper gory in the whole kind of thing so peter jackson um shot this over the course of four years mm. He's, he basically self-funded it until the final part to get the distribution. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, they got the New Zealand Film Commission to give him a bit of hand. Not only did he direct, write, starred and produced in the film and probably did a lot of horror, <laughs> he made a lot of the special effects yeah. in, oh, his, in his mum's oven. No way. So the, the, the things are made and stuff like that. So oh there's just so much. And it's him and his friends yeah. making a film. Oh, that, that's their ho- hobby and like that. And he went on to have a pretty okay career, yeah, he, didn't he? He did all right yeah, up not, until we started bad going well, too really, bad yeah. into the Hobbits <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, it was good. And it's just kind of really bad. Like, you know, like these, these there's one part in it where... Uh, one of the guys cracks his head open and he's got his brains leaking out the back of his head. Yeah. So oh, puts, lovely. Tucks him back in and puts a hat on his head to hold him in place and <laughs> carries on. <laughs> and it's kind of stuff like that. It's not oh, nice. your classic, you no. know, I'm going to kill you kind of horror. It's a little bit more guns and gores oh, and a bit good. of fun and stuff like oh, that. I'm so, glad you like and it. because I like the film, it, I like films where people have gone, you know, Dumb things on a next to nothing budget. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they've done here. And it's just you know because they've done it. You know, they're for the. Well, I'm not saying that others haven't done it for the passion, but it's like there's the passion shines through, doesn't yeah. it? It's like I really yeah. want to make this film. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll go with my first one. Um. So I tried to tap into a horror scene that 
I could handle. And I thought I was quite brave watching it at the time and thinking, oh, maybe I can get to grips with horror. I can't. I can't. I definitely can't. I'll never be able to. But when watching, always um, a scene from Saw always sticks out for me. Oh. Yeah, it's, like I could. I, Saw wasn't too bad for me because it was more gore than like. But there was a. There's. I've just written it down. It's called the Razor Blade Trap, and I can't remember what Saw this is from because there's so bloody many of them. I can't remember what ones I've seen. I've not seen them in any particular order. But there's like a. I think they've all been drugged, and there's like an antidote in a syringe in this box and so this woman walks in like all happy as Larry like oh there's one and as she sticks her hand up up into this box uh, these razor blades like trap her wrist in oh no and they're like so they're off yeah and then so she's like oh no oh no and then there's another hole so she sticks her other hand up and guess what it happens to her other hand as well so she's there so she's like she's got the syringe in her hand but she can't pull her hands out because the razor blades have trapped her uh, hands in Oh. It's just disgusting. She just bleeds to death. She just says, that. "Oh, Gemma, I'm really sorry." <laughs> yeah, I won't talk much more no, about no, that. Go. But that's but yeah. But that's that is, yeah. That's, like, it was yeah, very nice. Gore is not my thing. No, okay, that's fine. I will quickly move on. For that <laughs> no, one there. no, that's fine. I'm more than happy to move on. More than happy to move on from this horrendous subject. Oh, Gemma, what's what's your one? So mine is from a film called The Others, which you may or may not have seen. Yes. Bear in mind, this is a twelve. <laughs> God. But when I watched I it, did I did not enjoy this bloody film. Bloody well terrifying. Yes, it was horrible. Bloody well terrifying. Um, what, what's The Others about? So The Others is about, it's Nicole Kidman, she's a star. She's this woman in this really old house mm. and her two children, um, they can't go out in the sunlight. They're allergic to sunlight. So they're kept indoors all the time. All the curtains are always closed. Yeah. And s- supernatural happenings start. Going on. That's enough for it, me. It's a big ghost yes. story. It's yeah. a big ghost story. Um, no, I'm with you, and I know exactly and the points and stuff. And yeah, they, they, they don't and sit the, well. The scene, is there the a particular moment me, from it? Yeah, there was a scene for me where she's waiting outside her daughter's room, and her daughter's like in the room playing, and she knocks on the door. And she's like, "Come out, come out!" And she she comes in from behind. So her her daughter's got this white sh- like sheet on, and she's playing with this doll. Like, um, you know, when they've got strings on. I, do you know what I mean? The marionette. Yeah, yeah, yeah with a little oh doll God. that's got strings oh yeah. on it and she's oh like doing it dolls. from behind and Nicole Kidman's going, talk to me, like, what are you doing? Why are you still in here playing? Goes around to the front and her daughter's face is like, it's this old woman. And <laughs> she starts speaking. Fuck she's got this that. old woman's face and the eyes Honestly. are white. Yeah, the eyes are white. And her daughter is speaking and it's her daughter's voice and she's like, you're not my daughter, but it's coming out of this old woman's Yeah face and she's like you're not my daughter who are you and she starts strangling her and starts like like she pushes her on the floor um she gets up and then it's her daughter and her daughter's like why would you do that mummy why would you do that to me and it's just this one thing that gives you a clue as to how it's going to end doesn't it Um, it's um no it's a a very good clever it's clever it's a mind yeah yeah it's a <laughs> like i say ghost story like that and no it's thank like, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, and for yeah. a 12 i know that thing that's the bit what? that got me because they it's should like, reclassify uh, that yeah that, that, <laughs> it's an 18 yeah sounds horrible right dan what's your um so my next number one. two horror scene film oh. favorite film um dog soldiers no nope. this is what's a nut this is another low butter it's a british um uh british film 
uh, yeah, no, it is a British film. There's a not a great cast in it, but there was a few people that you would know in it, um, like Sir Davos from Game of Thrones. For those people who watched that, I can't remember his actual name. Um, when Sean Pertwee is in it, mm-hmm. and um, uh, a couple of other people that you may have seen. One of the people from Train Spotting, yeah, like that. It's filmed in the early two thousand, uh, sorry, yeah, early two thousands. And this is a film about a bunch of soldiers on a routine military. Yet uh, exercise mm-hmm. um, in the Scottish Highlands encounter an enemy that they wasn't expecting oh. and that the whole thing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a werewolf film, you know. Dog oh, it's soldiers. werewolf? It's werewolves in this. Oh, right there. So, yeah, and then it just kind of goes from that and it, it kind of descends down. Mm-hmm. Again, this is another low-budget yeah. film, um, which I think a lot of the genre are. Mm. They tend to be like that. Mm. But they they did a lot of very clever things with it you know, a lot of it is in the shadows. You don't see it. Yeah. At one point, they hole up in a house and they like getting ready to shoot this thing clear and yeah. you know mm. f- uh, defend their position. And did, did do they make the werewolves look like really like monstery, or do uh, they just look like normal wolves? No, no, no. There's, there's a kind of like wolf man hybrid. Oh, okay. And one of the things that the, the director did in this was to put the kind of prosthetics of the wolves on dancers so they could oh. mimic more of the uh, animal movement. Yeah. yeah. And they got some oh, of that as well. Off I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I, I read it and I went, I don't remember that actually happening, <laughs> whether you're telling the truth yeah. there. But there was some really good kind of like, because they're meant to be like a, uh, a little troop of uh, British soldiers. Yeah. They really did act like a proper troop of British soldiers. Oh, okay. There was a lot of really good banter between them. Yeah. And my favourite bit in it is it was... When I started going over, I remembered it. So one of the soldiers gets bitten, and then he turns into a, a werewolf because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Woody knows. In the that's whole, the rule. Yes, yeah, the rule. <laughs> you know the kind of things. And as he comes back, he's fighting one of his old friends or you know uh, little teammates, and he goes, "Have you tried licking your balls yet?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just stupid throwaway yeah. lines, and you know that whole kind of thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, that do, but. I like it again. It's another low low budget. Cool. People doing it out of their own kind of pocket. Yeah, um, yeah, it's nice like that. And the guy who directed this went on to do other films, mainly horror based, yeah. like The Descent and various okay. other kind of. Uh, so it was a good stepping stone movie yeah. for him. But well, I really enjoyed it. Good, you know. Well, as long as you like it, that's the I main enjoyed thing. it. Yeah, it's good. Well done. And then my second one, IMDb classes as a horror, so I'm using it, and it's Shaun of the Dead. Hey. So there we go. Oh, something a bit, um, no, that's a something good one, a bit though. light-hearted to yeah. finish up on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I thought I'd just, just to pick a scene, and I just in, really enjoy the scene when the when they they have the first attack in the garden with the zombie lady. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <when they're laughs> and they're like, "Oh my cross! Look at her; she's pissed." And it's <laughs> yeah. really because they don't know what's going on. And when they go going through all their vinyls. And like no, like like a prince, no, 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 And then when he gets like stuck in her head, and then the bit when the, when she almost gets Sean and uh, and Ed's like, oi, 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 gets her attention and takes a picture <laughs> yeah. of them. It's like, <laughs> just and yeah, and yeah, everybody knows Sean and the Dead, and it's a great film, and it's classed as a horror, so I'm sticking with it. It's a yes, classic. Go with it. Yeah. Right, so there we go, guys. So now it's time to pick another subject from the Burger Bowl of Goodness, and I am going to pick it today. So there we go. I'm going in. Oh, I'm so, excited. Yeah, so what it is is that the three of us have to decide right now on an 80s oh, movie, oh. and we all have to recast it with actors from today. 
Right. You're looking at me time. very. I'll, I'll get your point. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to choose a film now. So we're going to choose right. a film now. Right. Cool. 80s. 80s films. So obviously, you know, you've got your Ghostbusters. I mean, well, maybe not Ghostbusters because okay. I'm just about to remake that. It's been that. done, that yeah, one. Oh, oh, okay. It's been done. Okay. Tottenham's been done. Yeah. So I, mean, I mean, obviously, there's one that I'm thinking of. What's which that? Is, which is Go my favourite film. Go which for is Back it. to the Future. Go for it. Do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we think of anything else? Um, I, I, can I no, go no. for? Um, Let's get, if we're gonna do Back to the Future, yeah, we've got to redo the first soundtracks. One. What are we going <laughs> for? Yeah, yeah, right. the, okay, the, no, the whole come, hog. Come, go, go whole hog. Whoa! Because there's a, there's more than just the people that feature in it. Okay. True. Okay. All right. So where do they go back to? What, what year are they in? Oh, Where do they go like back a to? Synopsis. We have yeah, to yeah, do. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna <laughs> okay. we're gonna go back to a few. He went back from the eighties to the fifties. Where do we yeah. go back? Uh, do okay. we go yeah, back yeah, from yeah, now yeah. to right. to whatever? Nice. So, oh, so are we picking one each, or are no, we picking that no, one? No. So we're gonna do the same one. Are we gonna see what we come up with? Right. Okay. Okay. So we draw up a few rules and what we need to change. Yeah. So I will. I will. Yeah. 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 We'll sit down, make up the rules. So we obviously won't do every every character. Oh no, no, no. We'll probably check. Choose about like six or seven. Yeah, of the f- main five group. of the top characters yes, yeah. we got there. Yeah, uh, the cars. Yeah. the the years. Yeah. I like it. That's cool. Yeah, and some um, of the songs as well that we could swap out. Yeah, that's cool. I like the songs. I thought Breakfast Club would be a fun one. Oh, that is another good one. That would be a fun one. I don't like that film. Oh, you don't like? There you it? go. Don't I, don't I just, right. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not that we couldn't do Shut it. Shut that one down. It's not that we couldn't do it. I just feel. I just I think because it's got that vibe that's. Um, do you know five, I, I I get really enclosed characters. by that film. I feel like I'm sitting in, and maybe that's just the, the trick of it. Mm. I feel like I'm in detention with them. Yeah. Okay. I think Back to the Future is a good shout. Though. But Back to the I'm Future, happy. we're very familiar with it. We yeah. know yes. the bits and pieces. Right. If any of you have any ideas of what you would like to do, then please email us at gladthatgotmade at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter on at gladthatgotmade. So there we go, guys. That's it. That's it for another episode. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. Thank you very much again for joining us. And uh, and guys, we shall see you again next time. Bye-bye. Have a good month. Bye.